Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Hello and welcome to episode 124 of Too Old for TikTok. Catalina, how you doing? I'm wonderful. I have these nails growing out. These wow, I giant wish people could nails. See them. Did we? I think we might have talked about these on the last episode because I had gotten them done, mm-hmm. and they're very long. And now they are extremely long because I need to get them removed. They're because like nails grow. Nails grow, and these are like the most heavy duty nails I've ever gotten put on in my life. If I had nails, I wouldn't be able to do anything. I don't. I, it's yeah. hard. Like, how do you? The first thing that comes to mind is like. How do you wipe your ass? Like, how do you clean the I dishes? I mean, are you are you sticking your nails into your no. butthole? <laughs> no, but I feel like I'd be like, I don't know. I wouldn't be able to use my hands. No, nothing's bad. The only thing I've I did have to open a string cheese with a scissors. Mm, with um, a scissors. <laughs> <laughs> and but now I've gotten used to it. Typing was a little bit strange at first. Yes, I felt typing. like for the first week, like my hands were a different personality from like the rest of my body. They were. Um, but now I've gotten used to them, but they're so – I need to get them off. I'm just, like, so impressed. So if anyone needs to get their nails done, get dip powder because these babies do not they come stand. off. Are you going to do that for your wedding? Potentially. I actually yeah, they just, look nice. Yeah, I asked um, – well, I might not go this, this you know, Kardashian on them. Yeah, but. they're, they're – people can't see them, but they're, like, triangles. What do you call that? I believe this is called almond shaped. Mm. Mm. Speaking of nails, and this is kind of with what we were going to talk about with you today. Um, did you wear a special outfit for the Taylor Swift concert that you finally went to? I finally went to see Taylor Swift at MetLife Stadium, the Saturday night show, and. I did not wear a special outfit because I I think I was the only one in the whole stadium. And I really wanted to, but I also wanted to be comfortable because that's my whole thing. So I wanted to be true to myself. And I wore a pink shirt because I was like, that could be lover. So I had like something in mind that it could be. But the outfits that people wore were incredible. Like you see pictures, people like mention it. But the amount of glitter, the amount of cowboy boots and cowboy hats, and it was incredible. Little girls wearing costumes, elder people wearing costumes. Elder people. I mean, you know, not the elderly. (laughs) The elders. I saw a guy wear a shirt that said, just said, never, never again. And I think it was an, an ode to like, we're never, ever getting back together. But, um, so even he wore a themed did anyone have like disgruntled apparel given the recent news about taylor swift dating maddie healy from the 1975 and people being unhappy about you would never know anyone was unhappy everyone was so pleasant so nice the vibes were really good there was no Um, screamer like that screamer on I was TikTok? a screamer. Mm. <laughs> no, no, that was no screamer. But I did take a video when she sang Lover, and you just hear me screaming that lyric, and it's pretty foul to hear my own voice. Wow. But it was peak, peak happiness at that point of the concert. Now leaving MetLife Stadium. Yes, I need to hear about what you finally did. It 
was as bad as I expected, but at least I expected it because I knew from past concerts, it was really horrendous. You had to go through an overpass that was wall-to-wall people who were barely like walking. It was so slow. And what was probably like 17 minutes felt like two hours of being Mm. like stranded. Well, you are a very impatient person and you hate a line. Oh, well, oh, this was, this was a lot. So there were No, I mean, I feel like this would be your absolute hell because knowing you as a human and knowing your sort of ability to withstand a line. I can't stand a line (laughs) or a crowd. So... There were TikToks of, obviously now I'm on the Eras Tour TikToks and I'm not swiping away because I wanted the concert to be a surprise, which I'm so happy I did. And now I can like watch all the TikToks and a lot from MetLife were the um, the Hunger Games soundtrack mm. to, to like you're getting ready for battle to mm. get out of the stadium. Mm. Um, and thank God I had a car service waiting because uh, you could not get Uber. You could not get service, like phone service. Massive lines for the train. Yeah, Did you just book the car service? In like, advance. Bef- wow. Oh, I am prepared. Mm. Yes. She's a prepared lady. I'm Wait, you couldn't take lady. the train? You could. Like, I, you obviously could. And most, a lot of people do. But it's, you're in not only leaving the stadium are you like so claustrophobic and packed but then you to get on a train for like an uh, you know and it's just too much so i rather have i just got in the car we sat in some traffic but then eventually we're on our way wow mm-hmm. that's a that's good i'm glad you succeeded i know this was a source of anxiety for it you it was so yes but it was worth it what everyone says about like her being amazing and the vibes being great were all true now i have a question for you yeah now that this is over what do you have left to live for so much actually thanks for asking (laughs) i'm going to see adele in two weeks i'm going to see beyonce in july and then i'm like seeing madonna in august so like i have a lot more concerts to see where is beyonce playing at my favorite place again, MetLife Stadium. Damn. But I guess that these are like Taylor and Beyonce are like the only people I'd go to MetLife for. It truly is the most disgusting place on earth. <laughs> what happens there? Who plays there? The Jets? The, the Jets and the Giants. Mm. Good job. Oh my God, look at me. I know sports. You know, I saw a TikTok about Beyonce's concert and I want to say it was like Stockholm in Sweden. Yeah, that's where she started her tour. And people were just sitting. Not dancing? She was, no. I mean, the people in the front were dancing, but most people were just, like, calmly sitting and, like, pleasantly listening to... That's weird, because yeah. Renaissance, like, the album is, like, a dance album. Yeah. I probably won't be sitting. Although, F standing, like, three and a no. half hours for Taylor was a lot on the feet. So, you know, I appreciate a sitting moment or two. Did you have any snacks? No, I pregame though, with soup dumplings in Fort Lee, New Jersey, mm. which was great. It was a BYOB place, great soup dumplings, great Chinese food. Did you fall asleep at any point during this concert? Absolutely not. I was standing the whole time. I, I like, would I not could put not that past you. And I was like a good drunk. I didn't get too sloshed. I was a good tipsy. I didn't have to wait online for drinks. It was, Why? It was great. I mean, it's a younger crowd and they oh, just had like, right. a lot of like... <laughs> bar so yeah have to wait in the lines wow i was recently asked by a friend of ours 
um, if I'd like to go see the Jonas Brothers at Yankee <gasps> Stadium this oh, summer. I want to. Mm-hmm. Get in touch with Ashley. Ash, which Ashley? Yalog. Oh, okay. I mean, you you know a lot of Ashleys. Wait, why didn't now? I'm offended. She didn't ask me if I want to go. I've been listening to their new album. I love the song Waffle House, which they play on TikTok Radio all the time. It's such a good song. Wait, what is TikTok Radio? Oh, on Sirius Radio, there's a TikTok station. Oh, I don't listen to Sirius. I do. Ben has it in his car. So. I actually just don't listen when I'm doing work anymore to music. I can't. I can't focus. It's just too distracting. Do you listen to anything or you need silence? Dead silence. Yeah, I get it. In order to think, doing a lot of thinking tasks. Now when I'm in the car, I'll listen to music, but I don't have serious. But I could probably find mm-hmm. a TikTok radio on Spotify. Yeah, yeah, you totally can. TikTok's should we everywhere. talk about TikTok? Perhaps we should. All right. Okay, so our first section, what our algorithm thinks we want to see. Catalina, mm-hmm. what has your algorithm been serving you? Well, I know I say this quite frequently, but I actually have not been on TikTok that much in the past week and a half or so because I went to my friend's wedding and I it was on a farm and there was no service. And so, you know, even if I had wanted to watch TikTok, I wouldn't have been able to. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's probably for the best that I wasn't watching it. And then Ivan moved. And so, you know, very busy. So I feel like... You know, my algorithm, maybe I'm not seeing as many trends as I normally would. And so what I think is happening is my algorithm is in a form of like stasis. Mm. And when it's in stasis, it just starts showing me Jewish content. (laughs) I didn't think that was where it was going. (laughs) Okay, to preface, you're not Jewish. You have a lot of Jewish friends. Yeah, not Jewish but you're on the side of t- even though you also like live in Ohio you're on like the New, New York, York Jewish side yeah. of TikTok I mean we've talked about this before like TikTok thinks I'm either a gay man or a lesbian like it definitely thinks I'm part of the LGBTQ community Q plus yeah, community I TikTok. mean I am the I'm the A of the LGBTQIA <laughs> you know <laughs> um but so that's the best side of TikTok to be on. It is. So yeah. I get that. I get a lot of like foreign language, a lot of like Korean TikToks. Um, oh, it'll just like put yeah. me in niches where it'll suddenly like think I'm a certain ethnicity or mm-hmm. nationality one day. But then just like by and large, when it just settles down, it's Jeez. just Jewish, Jewish content, Jewish content. So I have been getting this girl's videos and I've gotten them. I don't even know if I think I follow her. Yeah, I've gotten um, them a bunch too. She's very funny, yeah. Brianna Apple, and she does content sort of like poking fun at and also talking about her experience as a a, a Jew so in New ca- York. Yeah, and like being like a Jewish American princess. Yeah, type, type yeah. figure. So the video that I sent you this week is where she's doing impressions of like Jewish girls from different places. Mm-hmm. like Boca, Long Island, and it's so accurate. It's so funny, like, how specific the cadence of their speeches and the references. And I was actually really thinking of Melissa, because oh, Melissa's yeah. from Boca, mm-hmm. and the Boca impression, I was like, oh, my God, she sounds like Melissa. So 
I don't know if you, I know that sometimes I'll send you guys a videos and Melissa will be like, I feel like this girl or like whoever you're sending me like would have bullied me when I was a kid at camp. <laughs> Generally. And I'm like, but, yeah, I was bullied by the girls of AE5. So I definitely identify <laughs> with that. Hi, my name is Anastasia. I'm from New York City. I have a house in the Hamptons and I like to spend my summers in Greece on my yacht. I'm an only child and I went to Columbia Grammar. Hi guys, I'm Lexi. I'm from Long Island. I'm from Roslyn and I, well, I went to Michigan and I was the recruitment chair for my sorority. I have two older sisters and yeah, I have a golden doodle too. She's so adorable. I love her. Her name is Oreo. Hi, my name is Sarah. I'm from Westchester. I went to Byram Hills and I just graduated from Tulane. Fun fact about me, um, I went to sleepaway camp my whole life and my favorite sushi is the salmon avocado roll. Hey guys, my name is Lizzie. I'm from Florida, like Boca area, and I'm so excited to meet all of you and hang out. The most interesting fact about me, this is gonna sound so cheesy, but like I love the sun and like I love going to the beach. I mean, like I grew up in Florida, so yeah. I think she just hits on such a niche where there are such specific types of Jews in different places and mm -hmm. then they all come together in New York and like even you being like very adjacent to a lot of Jewish people you recognize that there are all these types and so many flavors not a monolith whatsoever then i'll also get like orthodox videos that are kind of interesting yeah. yeah where it'll be like my day in the life you know doing as whatever as an or getting ready Jew. for shabbat yeah and like setting up their houses for shabbos so mm -hmm. yeah so that is you know my my algor algorithm is currently in stasis and therefore it is currently jewish yeah i you i think get more jewish content than i do mm. and it was a jewish holiday i found out this past week shabbos which is yes. like the most non like for as a secular type jew most people don't celebrate it. Yeah. Um, I just know you eat dairy. Mm-hmm. And that's all I know. You recite a poem. Oh, yeah. And you put greenery around your house. There you go. And it's something about Moses. Oh, getting the Ten Commandments, exactly. baby. Exactly. Exactly. Look, look at us. Wow. Right. What about you? What's the algorithm serving you? The algorithm is serving me a lot of credit card point hacks. And I'm like always in this cycle of getting them because I watch that content a lot and I like it. And I love getting it because it reminds me of things to do with my credit cards or my points. Mm. There was one person saying, if you book on Delta, make sure you look again because your flight may be cheaper and then you just like change the flight but book the same flight and then you get a credit back and I was like yeah that's genius like I knew to do it but like it reminded me so I went on and I had booked with points and the, it was less and I got like 9,000 points back for Wait, just rebooking so the same do? flight so you go to like change your flight mm -hmm. and then you go to your same flight Mm -hmm. And you just rebook it. And if it's at a cheaper price, you get the credit, the points or the money back. So it has to be a flight that you are allowed to rebook in the first place. Exactly. Yes, gotcha. that's the key. Gotcha. Any yeah. other fun hacks that you've learned that I should Yeah, I, there's a great, there's a guy, his name is Zachary Brabble. And he's blown up. He was like really big on points, TikTok. And um, he tells you like, oh, the best use of Chase, if you have like 124,000 points, is like booking this hotel or like, you know, what to do with 
a certain amount of points. And they're just good reminders, good hacks. I love the point game, so it's it's fun for me. I've also been getting a million succession TikToks. Now that succession is done, everyone has their theories, everyone's weighing in. However, there was one really viral TikTok before the series finale by someone named at Name Berry, who pretty much like predicted the season finale. Do the names on Succession reveal the show's ending? Hi, I'm Sophie, I'm Nameberry's editor-in-chief, and let's get into it. If you watch Succession, you may have noticed that many of the names are very, very intentional. Siobhan's nickname, Shiv, can also refer to a knife, and the family's surname, Roy, literally means king. Typically, TV writers use relatively common surnames for their characters. There are various reasons why they do this, and we don't have time to get into it right now. So always pay attention when there's a highly unusual surname on a TV show. In Succession, that surname, of course, is Wamsgans. Wamsgans is a very rare German surname. The real reason he was given the last name Wamsgans is because of this guy. This is Bill Wamsgans, an MLB player during the early 20th century. He is remembered for one thing, and that is completing the only unassisted triple play in World Series history. He took out three players at once in what is essentially the finale of baseball. It's no coincidence that Tom shares a surname with Bill Wamsgans, so you have to wonder if Tom will complete an unassisted triple play and take out all three of the Roy siblings to become the leader of Waystar Royco in the succession finale. And I'm kind of sad for watching it ahead because I don't like hearing other people's predictions ahead of time. I don't even form my, I'm not like smart enough to form my own, but I just like a surprise. <laughs> so I'm sad that I, that I said it, but it basically her whole thing, do you watch succession, Catalina? No. Oh, okay. Well, spoilers ahead. Are you okay? Yeah, but should how bad are the spoilers? We shouldn't it's, spoil the season finale. Well, for okay. Well, if you have not watched at this point, then I, I don't know what you're doing. But also, maybe skip ahead thirty seconds. Yeah, I don't think that you should spoil something that just aired on Sunday. Okay. Well, it was this woman in her TikTok predicted it basically okay. based on one of the characters name and like what his name in history did mm. so that's all i'll say and go we'll link the video so mm. everyone could watch it julius caesar no <laughs> who's Ju- did you just say who's julius caesar? no but why why oh, i don't, you know. don't know i was just guessing a historical figure i don't even know what the name no is it's like a baseball show. player who you wouldn't know babe ruth no, you wouldn't know then. Okay, you don't watch. I don't. I can't believe you don't even watch Succession. Let's move on. Because I didn't watch White Lotus either. Fight me. Wow. I know. I know. Such I know. a rebel. Okay, whatever. Let's continue. All right. Next, we have our audio trends, and our audio trend is an iCarly song. Four, three, two. And the trend is to show a picture of all the siblings together uh, when they're young and then show what they're doing now. And there are a lot of funny ones. The first one's by at Madison.Taley. And there's a million siblings. All of them are nurses. And then the last one just says anti-vaxxer, <laughs> which is so funny to have a family of nurses and then one 
sibling that's just like, black fuck y'all. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. even believe in science. Yeah. Yeah. I had not seen this at all. This trend None of all. these trends came up. No. Oh, I but like as I said, you know, my TikTok You're is just, currently in stasis. Yeah. I will also say that the iCarly thing is funny because I think we're like too old to have watched iCarly. You know who watched iCarly? I think Melissa was a big iCarly fan, but she's only a year younger than us. She's but my yeah. same age. Okay, a gr- she's a grade younger than you, Catalina. Okay, but age-wise, she's the same. <laughs> okay, but anyway, I also think we were too, like, we missed that boat because it was a couple of years ahead. I also didn't have cable. Disney. I didn't have cable. That's why you don't watch good TV now, because you were scarred as a youth. Um, no, because I'm busy watching bad TV. Okay, yeah, and TikToks, great. Yeah, exactly. The next sibling video is by at Larissa Foner 18, and she has like five siblings who are all in jail. (laughs) Two are in recovery, whatever that means. They just said like two in recovery. And then the last one, it says successful, owns his own trucking company. But it's insane that, like, so many of them have mugshots, like, in this family. I mean, I looked, I went to her profile when you sent that to me, and her mom was, like, an addict. And I think it was just, like, they had, like, a tough upbringing. Yeah, I like this trend because it's, like, it just makes light of what could be a very... Traumatic. Heavy and traumatic situations. Yeah. And the next one is also an example of that by at Lee.Rid. There's three siblings. The eldest, the person who created the video, says, that's me. And then Nathan, and it says, dipped. And it's just a picture of a tombstone, which means he's passed away. And then the youngest one says, flipped. And they transitioned. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> dipped. Dipped and flipped. Yeah, it just says, eldest, that dipped, and flipped. That is, like, peak Gen Z humor. When the yeah. whole like not me dying like <laughs> exactly. lol my best friend was so rude didn't come to the party and then it's like a tombstone a tombstone exactly <laughs> yeah insane. i feel like we don't have funny enough stories in order to do first of all we're only we're, we're i think only you two. need yeah you need more than one sibling you need at least three for yeah. sure yeah exactly because then it'd just be like you comparing yourself to your sibling yeah what would yours be then professor like, and dancer yeah right Mine would just be producer and magician. Comedian magician <laughs> for my brother. Wow. Family our families are really in the arts. Mm-hmm. Wow, so that's, that's why we so get along. Cool. Yeah. Wow. Um cool. Yeah, I like that. I like that trend. But yeah, let's let's yeah. move on. Okay, our content creator spotlight, Catalina. So I have selected two content creators or like a sort of genre of content creation that is constantly coming up in my on my for you page which is impression videos of like cringe behavior and so one of the content creators is delaney says hello and the other one is riri bibby and they both have very large followings mm-hmm. um have you seen i've seen delaney row i think she's hilarious like i love her videos yes. i've never saw riri's but I, like you sent it and i love hers too yes so delaney's i would say i don't know 
I think that Riri's character is more annoying, which is why I didn't follow her at first because I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I hate this character because she but does it's like so funny. Yeah, she does yeah. like a pick me girl, which is also one of these like terminologies where I'm like, what is a pick me girl? Mm. But um, she does this like terrible voice, and she's always like talking about how she's like one of the guys and like sweatshirts are too big on her and she talks like a baby kind of (laughs) um but actually this is topical the video that i selected is about a girl who thinks she looks younger than she is it's so funny (laughs) just talking about that we should listen to it Uh, i can't stand looking so young like i have to wear 10 pounds of makeup just to look my age i look 10 without makeup yeah i guess everyone's age guess mine i was walking next to jessica and someone asked if she was my mom like, we're the same age. I can't stand looking so young. I forgot my ID. They're not gonna let me in to let you guys in, but I look too young. I wish I looked old. Like, Emily never gets ID'd. So unfair. Need more wrinkles. So, what do you, what yeah. do you mean we were just talking about it? Oh, because um, I was saying I'm the same age as Melissa. I'm younger than you. (laughs) Right, by like a few months, right? (laughs) Right. But I think that I was watching this and I was like, oh no, am I this person? (laughs) (laughs) That's, you know who came to mind when I thought, when I saw this video? Alina? Oh, me? (laughs) But that's what's funny is it's such an annoying, like you realize that you, everyone who watches this has someone they know who is like this but obviously you're not i mean you're annoying in many other ways i would say but not (laughs) not in this way as much but you do do that like sometimes when you're just like i look so young like i didn't get carded or i haven't been carded in so long or i have been wait it wouldn't make sense if i didn't get oh you have been carded sorry well i think it comes from having been the young person and having people having like told you Right. For your whole life that you looked young. But now I'm like, I'm a 34-year-old woman. Like, the, the jig is up. The jig is up for you. <laughs> the jig is up. I am aged at this point. But no, I was watching yeah. it. I mean, I'm self-aware because I noticed it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so that was that one. And then Delaney wrote her whole thing. And she always does, like, manic pixie dream girl videos. And, like, girl who thinks you're totally obsessed with her one of the ones that she has it's a lot of just like mm, physical humor but Mm -hmm. one video that i liked a lot was just like girl who's convinced you're obsessed with her makes pancakes (laughs) (laughs) can you explain what manic pixie dream girl is as like a trope yeah it's a trope that's i would say was really popular in like 90s and late early 2000s films Um, Where it was a character whose entire personality was just being kind of like bizarre and she, but also like beautiful and mysterious. Mm. And her entire role is to help the main character who is a male like self-actualize. So like a... Key example of a manic pixie dream girl would be the Natalie Portman in um, Garden State. You know, I could never finish watching that movie. Really? Yeah, I don't know. There was something every time I like went to turn it, I was like, eh. eh, Oh, I I loved it when they're like screaming into the quarry. 
<laughs> they might never finish the movie. But they're like two dimensional characters. There's not a lot of like rhyme or reason behind their actions besides just like being a plot device for the male character. So I think like, that like Five Hundred Days of Summer is kind yeah. of trying to like critique that a little mm, bit. Okay. So they that those movies wouldn't pass the what is it the Bechdel scale? the Bechdel uh, the Bechdel test uh, yes. probably not <laughs> yeah. at least not by way I mean maybe by accident <laughs> but, great well thank you for that very uh, professorial explanation thank you for oh should we look at some examples of manic pixie dream girls. Wow, really? Oh, Holly Golightly is a manic pixie dream girl. Who? Effortlessly eccentric. Holly Golightly, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Mm, yeah, no. Effortlessly eccentric, balances out the brooding um, protagonist. Oh, yes, the character in Vanilla Sky, which is actually a remake of a Spanish movie. Also a manic pixie dream, dream girl. Natalie Portman's on this list. Jennifer Lawrence in Silver Linings Playbook. Oh, yeah. Um... Daisy Jones in the Six. In the Six. Oh, that TV show. It. Yeah, it's a book. It became a TV show. Uh, I actually want to watch it. I hear it's good. Oh, Kate Winslet's character in Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind acknowledges the trope and rejects the type in a remark in the film. Okay. And yes, 500 Days of Summer. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, moving on to someone who's not a manic pixie dream girl. <laughs> I mean, she's manic. <laughs> but she's not the a best manic type. pixie dream girl. Yeah. She's more of a meatball. She's <laughs> Snooky. And that I wanted to highlight her in our celebrity on TikTok spotlight because when she first came on TikTok, she was never even at Snooky. She was like at user whatever, whatever, <laughs> like Really was having a hard time figuring it out, but she's totally figured it out. I love her content. It definitely just showcases like her whole personality. She does a lot of stuff. Remember the meatball days? And like, there's a lot of, I think I'm not a mom, but like, seems like relatable mom content, just how hard it is to be a mom. Uh, yeah, and she's just, she's truly herself. And I applaud that. And she's figured out how to be herself on TikTok and she's gotten the following she deserves i love it i don't even know if any of her videos have come up for me but i did see octopus lover eight who changed his name several weeks back actually to what jake ryan oh yes i did notice yeah yeah i was like come on yeah. Keep octopus lover. Yeah. But whatever. Business. We knew this. You know, it's business. We knew this. We knew this. This is when they get big. Mm-hmm. This is when they get big. Yeah. But anyway. What did um, Snooki do with him? No, he was like trying to get Snooki's attention. Oh, right. Big I fan. think he talked about that. Yeah, yeah. Big fan. He did succeed in getting Adina Menzel's attention, which we did talk about. Yeah. And, you know, one of the highlights Adele of my life was taking a shot with Snooki. Oh my god, yes. Tell our listeners about did you have to sign an NDA? Um, I don't think I signed anything, but I just like worked on a show with Snooky and Jay Wow. It was was, their show. Is their show on Go Night Verizon Go Ninety. It was a digital (laughs) show. Uh and I was just kind of tracking uh budget, so I didn't go to set or anything, but of course I love a rap party. I went to the rap party, Snooky and Jay Wow were there, and I took a shot with Snooky. Everyone was very lovely. 
had a ball. Um, great. I have nothing but positive things to say. I remember that you got presents at that wrap party, and one of them was like a selfie light. <gasps> yes, you're right. I got oh, it. Was yeah. um, what's that famous br- a Lumi? Yeah. What did yeah. you do with that? I feel like I tried did, to get it, you to give it to me, and you wouldn't. I did. Oh, I hundred percent would have given it to you. It was for like a I. I was going to say iPod. What's it called? An, an iPhone. iPhone. An iPhone Plus. Remember when they were making like the big iPhones mm, and mm. like no one had that? So like it didn't fit on mm. anyone's actual iPhone. Wow. That's crazy that they just gave people Lumis, but then like. They probably no. got like them a million for free. You should have sold it on okay. eBay, on Facebook Marketplace. I, you know, I'm trying to sell more stuff on Facebook Marketplace Some and it's not hitting. The first thing I sold, I think it was beginner's luck. You got to put the price low. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. Okay. The next topic we have is food and drink trends on TikTok. We have a lot of food trends. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm thinking about Facebook Marketplace, about the buffalo chicken dip that I saw someone selling on Facebook (laughs) Marketplace. Facebook Marketplace Marketplace is wild. (laughs) It is wild when you get on there. Like, buffalo chicken dip. Someone was, remember someone sold, like, the thing you could pee in in the car? Yes, yes. And I, I was just like, think is this used or there new? Was, like, I thought someone was selling ca- someone was selling catnip, but it was like in like a little drug baggie. So I was like, oh, they're selling weed, and I showed it to Ivan. He was like, no, that's catnip. <laughs> yeah, they're like arrested. Oh, oh okay, sorry, sorry. Yeah, we can move really on. Great. I love Facebook most Wild West out there, unregulated. I mean, they're trying, but yeah. <laughs> All right, so food trends. We have the lemon meringue cheesecake from Costco. Now, it was on the Today Show at Ariana G. Davis was on there presenting it. She has a great video from it, and all the Today Show correspondents love it. Some cheesecake from? So let me yeah, tell you about what you're already thinking into. So, oh of course, God. because of TikTok, there is a four pound mm. lemon meringue cheesecake. Like it's four pounds, this whole cake that's gone, it's gone viral. And our Today.com food reporter, Joe Gamore, calls this an Avenger assembly of of flavors. And oh. I wanted to know if it lives wow. up to the hype. I need to know. But this is so all over TikTok thing. right now. Sometimes we'll have things this. and you don't try them. You're trying this one. I'm this trying this one. No. Because I needed to know. This is worth And it, it lives up to the hype. Wow. This is from oh, Costco? Yeah. It's from Costco. It's Costco's having cheesecake with the graham cracker crust. And yes. Like- I would, Costco's I having a moment the with meringue, their desserts. Frankly. And just go for the bottom. Like, so yeah, honestly, the lemon and the lemon. cheesecake is what makes it. Everybody's, like, talking about this on, on the internet. It's all like, right, breaking mm-hmm. internet. it's all over TikTok, and it's for a reason. Oh, my God. It may all it right. may not be at a Costco by you just yet because they're slowly rolling it out. So run, don't walk to your nearest Costco. See so if they have it because <laughs> this, this is actually, yeah. yeah. I might have to eat this whole slice. I'm not going to lie. Oh, my God. The user Florida Mom of Three, it's Costco Mama and Maddie posted about it i love this account it's basically just a mom and a daughter reviewing uh costco finds so they obviously hopped on the you know lemon meringue cheesecake everyone loves this cake and i really want to try it do you think Um, you'd like it i do like lemon meringue it's lemon meringue cheesecake not lemon meringue pie correct it's lemon meringue cheesecake see in my mind Knowing that's from Costco, I can envision what it's going to taste like, and I'm not going to like it. Why? Mm, I feel like there's this, like, when you get baked goods from a grocery store, especially Costco, there's this sort of, like, preservative flavor in it. 
Like, I remember my neighbor growing up used to get Costco muffins, and they just had this, like, very specific flavor that I think comes from, like, having to preserve it for, like, mass production, whatever. It tastes like the plastics it's in, basically. Like, if you smell the plastic, everything's, like, a little bit soft and just, like... I don't know. I so, have no complaints about that. I, I think I would love this. I also really like like a very tart lemon experience. I bought a um, lemon meringue pie from Price Chopper in Oswego, New York. That was a, a big mistake. Huge. So I don't know. Maybe I've been burned. I also don't love cheesecake. Oh, if you don't love cheesecake, then I think, you know, then you're not going to like this. But I like all of the elements of this and put together. I think it sounds fantastic. And also... I think people are saying it like weighs a million pounds and it's only like $14 or something in true like That's Costco like the form. most American thing ever, being like, oh my God, weighs $14, weighs <laughs> 75 pounds. <laughs> you got to bang for your <laughs> It's one bajillion size. And I'm like, yeah, but like what does it taste like? I don't know. I feel like cheesecakes from grocery store or like oftentimes cheesecakes just kind of taste like cream cheese. Like Philadelphia, or like overly dense. I don't know. I'll try it. I would try it if it's airy, if it's tart. I'm gonna like it. But I think it's a combination. I think it's like three cakes in one. So there's a. It's literally layered to have all of these consistencies, and then all together seems like a beautiful masterpiece. Mm, mm. Well, I I don't have a Costco membership, so I use my mom's, so I can get it. I'll hook us up. All right, get us one. Wow, we really need to have a running list of the things we're going to do. Yeah, we'll just look back on all our old episodes and we'll just spend one day trying all this or making things. Works for me. The next food trend is I was at our friends Angela and Corey over Memorial Day and they were making this puffed pastry concoction and Corey said he found it on TikTok, but it never came across my For You page. And it's basically that you put cheese and meat or bacon on a parchment paper and you put the puff pastry on top of it just flat 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 on top and then you put like egg on top and some butter on top so it cooks but it seems disturbing because you think puff pastry you want to stuff it but no 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 you just put it on top then you spatula it off and it's delicious is it like a cracker not a cracker. It still tastes like puff pastry. But no, it's like but like, I mean, like, is it flat? The way is it just like slop? Yeah, it's flat. Underneath? It's a, yeah, yeah. The cheese gets a little hard because it's on the bottom, and then you have bacon or ham, and it was delicious. And it was like, I guess, a TikTok trick. Yeah, I mean, all of those like ingredients seem fine. I would want to see. I think we need to do some investigation and find the video because I want to see like how sloppy it looks it's not i had took pictures from when Corey made it and it's not that sloppy send me a picture i absolutely will send me it right now and then i'll describe it to our listeners i have a video of him making it i don't need a video but thank you they just had a third baby so mazel tuck to them yes mazel did angela eat the ham and bacon or did she make it no no Mm -hmm. Corey. as a good husband he made some vegetarian ones wow that's so kind of him all right let's see oh i have seen this on tiktok is this pre-cooked bacon so he okay okay it's i've seen this i don't know i yeah i definitely yeah 
yeah, I, I don't see why this... Oh, an egg. So it's just like a slice of puff pastry and bacon and an egg. Did he crack the egg and then put the puff pastry on top of it? Or did no, he... No, he put the egg on top of the puff, puff pastry. Yeah. I mean, puff pastry slaps. So yeah. you could just bake puff great. pastry and it'd be good. Looks good. Looks easy. We also have some Chobani zero sugar mixed berries next to that. Looks- no, no, that wasn't part of the puff pastry. <laughs> that was just a, a special treat. Nice. Okay. All right. It looks kind of like a Pop-Tart. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Moving on. All right. Next food trend, summer pasta salads. Yes. I've seen now several of these pasta salads by at Baby Tamago, who she just makes like really delightful looking pasta salads i think sometimes when we think of pasta salads we think like a little bit like slimy and a little bit like too vinegary or something but she uses like very interesting pasta shapes and nice sauces and cheeses and everything and i'm like damn i need to start up in my pasta salad game i disagree you said when you think of pasta salad, you think of slimy like kind of like vinegar. You know that like classic like uh, deli cl- pasta salad. I do know. It's uh, like yeah. rainbow fusilli. I used and, to like, get these like tortellinis from the grocery store, and it was just like all and like salami. It's not bad. <laughs> no, it's but yeah, but that's the thing. It's freaking delicious. Yeah. So but, I love a good pasta salad. These are more like but, elevated. Yeah, these look really good, and yeah. she like sort of she shows you this ingredients to make it this nice so i mm-hmm. highly recommend going to check and she out has a highlight reel as well so you can just like go check out all the pasta salads i love pasta salad i want to <laughs> and you know pasta salad is like something i could make i think do you think i could do a pasta salad as long as you can boil pasta correctly i think you're good great thank you <laughs> for that vote of confidence it's reassuring you're welcome um can i just say i want to do a plug for a pasta salad that i really like sure if you're in connecticut (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure it's elsewhere but like i never look for it when i'm elsewhere my mom used to get at stop and shop the tuna pasta salad Mm. it was elbow macaroni and it had like peas and carrots in it it was to die for Wow. Do all Stop and Shops have this? Maybe you should start this viral trend. The Stop and Shop pasta salad. Yeah, like, you know, you know, the Costco lemon meringue cheesecake. Now you could be one with the Stop and... Well, I'd have to backwards um, engineer it. I'd have to go get some of it. From Stop and Shop? I don't want to know how much mayonnaise is in that. (laughs) So for you, grocery baked goods are a no but But grocery pasta salads hell yes yes exactly and they're not a no they're like it's yellow light yellow not stop goods it's yellow light yellow it's not stop and shop (laughs) it's yellow light (laughs) you know what else is really good in the grocery store bakes goods section i'll also make an up an exception for like whole foods and stores like that i'm not counting that in this i'm talking like your price chopper your stop and shop what's really good are those Two bite brownies. Two bite brownies? They're called two bite brownies. They're circular brownies. Uh, you eat them in two bites? I've never seen I mean, these. I could probably eat it in one bite, but they're yeah. cir- you've seen them. You would recognize them. Sure. That is a, take it from me, Fatalina, get those. I know my 
grocery store delights. And the two- <laughs> <laughs> well, for plugging pasta salads, I'm going to plug my mom's pasta salad. Right. It's wagon wheels and peas and pesto. And the peas get What's stuck. a wagon wheel? A wagon wheel. Pasta. Oh, I know what you're saying. Okay, yeah. Okay, and the okay. peas get stuck in the wagon wheel. So it's great. Creates like this little perfect bite. So This is like such a child memory. Being like, the peas are stuck in the wagon wheel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, as your young friend, like I'm basically close to being a child right now. So my experience eating pasta salad is like akin to a child's experience of eating pasta salad. Speaking of childhood and pasta, this always disturbed you, even oh. though you are a child. Oh, this is my, where I'm not mom, Jewish. When my mom would feed, this isn't a Jewish thing. This is. I just thought my it mom. was. No, my mom. Oh, maybe Melissa got fed this too. But yeah, shell pasta with ketchup as just dinner. <laughs> that is honestly called child services that is shell a crime pasta. against humanity. And then the ketchup would get stuck in the shell. So you, I probably had. Like two cups of ketchup and like seven servings of shell pasta, and that was just that was just that is horrifically disgusting. Like, at no point does that sound like something I would even, as like someone who likes gross shit, I don't even think I would find joy in that. I remember when we told our Italian friend Gregorio, (laughs) and he was like actually vomiting. He's like, that's a crime, and you should go to jail. Honestly, Moving yeah. on. send your mom. I'm calling 911 retroactively. <laughs> we are at learning on TikTok. Yes. This is, I immediately thought of Catalina when I saw this video, but at WTF What the Fork. Mm. It's about how to eat shrimp cocktail correctly. Look at this beautiful shrimp cocktail. Now, you might say to yourself, boy, that's a lot of shrimp. Maybe for you, yeah. But for me, uh uh-uh. I can devour this, no problem at all. So, a couple things. You can actually take it, I'm saying this is mine, not yours, it's all mine. And you cut off the end. Now, if you think this piece is way too big, cut it in half knife back. This is an individual serving. I can go ahead and dip it. And it's ready to eat. But I want to show you all a little trick. Now you watch this. Every shrimp is the end, right before the tail, is born with a triangle. Under the bottom, it's flat. On the top, it's a point. If you take that and you squeeze this, it comes right off. Yes, I, for WTF, What the Fork, really enjoyed this gentleman showing me how one is supposed to appropriately eat a shrimp cocktail. Um, I personally will never follow his instructions, and I will do whatever I damn please when I'm around shrimps. I really enjoyed his, um, what is it called? Etiquette videos. Oh, yes, his demeanor is fun. (laughs) His demeanor. No, etiquette videos. People were being mean. They were like, can you show me how to peel a banana next? Or or can you show me how to, like, pick an apple? People were being funny. They were like, the TikTok, the comments were great. And he also got a lot of support in the comments. Yeah, they were like, he's funny, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Or, like, he's sweet. And, I mean, so (laughs) what it reminded me of 
and then I went and checked and saw that she does have a TikTok and yeah. she does have a lot of followers is my absolute because I in an ironic way adore etiquette content. Mm-hmm. I think it's problematic, but I love watching it. <laughs> <laughs> and my favorite etiquette content person is um and she's on Instagram, which is where I first saw her, but yeah. clearly she has a TikTok. I think she started on Instagram, though, which is, like, kind of backwards. But it's at Micah Meyer. She works at, like, the Palace Hotel. The Waldorf Astoria, or, do you mean? Yeah, I don't whatever. <laughs> or the Plaza? No, oh, the Plaza. That's the one. The Hotel. Where's the Palace? I said the Palace. Isn't that one? The, the Plaza. Um. So she works there. And, like, also does, like, her own etiquette shit. But she's from Florida. Like, <laughs> she acts Do people like from, from Florida like, can have etiquette? No, what but she's trying not to say? from, like, she's not from, like, high society. Like she's just, England. like, someone who, like, decided she was, like, obsessed with etiquette and became, like, an etiquette master. But the reason that I first was, like, turned on to her videos is because she had one of her eating a bagel. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly like on par with like ketchup on macaroni just like because she's all about like you need to you know you are allowed to have certain finger foods um but the bagel you're supposed like you know you're supposed to only take like bite size bites so it was truly (laughs) (laughs) anti-semitic for coming from a (laughs) non-jew Who is solely served Jewish content on TikTok. Uh, but I love her so much. Um, she's a great follow. If And she, like, wags her finger at you. She has this whole thing about, like, how you're supposed to, like, stir your soup correctly. It's in a figure eight, just so you know. And you also scoop away from your body, not towards your body. Um, but, you know, I don't want any spoilers. So, like, yes, WTF What the Fork is great content, but also throw my girl Micah a follow. She really deserves it. She's yeah. working really hard. <laughs> Micah taught me how to butter my bread properly, which I'll never do. It's exactly. basically like you like cut a little piece of bread and butter like one piece at a time. Uh, like a little, everything's too small for us, I think, Catalina. Like we're fast eaters and we eat a lot. I don't think we would survive her etiquette school. I I actually looked into how much it costs because I was like, I oh. need to go to this. It's too much money. I'm not paying for it. How much is it? I, I'd love to, uh, several to thousand know. dollars. <gasps> just to learn etiquette. Yeah, it's like, it's like finishing okay. school. Um, <laughs> yes, the bread one, though. I feel like I would do that if I was like trying to try a lot of different dips. So that's actually not to the most horrifying the bread. one. Yeah, yeah, save the bread and, uh, you know, spread it across as many dips as possible love that love her love etiquette not gonna do it but i'm gonna watch it okay last but not least our miscellaneous section what is miscellaneous today oh yes i see do you want me to explain this one (laughs) yeah i was (laughs) that was your cue sorry okay so this did this not come up on your for you page this lunch table filter did not come up on my For You page once. I feel like, I mean, we've talked about this a little bit, how, like, the filters are kind of this, like, gamifying TikTok thing. Yeah. And this is one where your face is at a lunch table, 
and it selects five other people to sit at the lunch table with you. And they're all celebrities. Yes, they're all either celebrities or like notorious or, you know, famous figures for some reason. Yeah. Like, I mean, Elon I guess. Musk yeah, I guess Ben Shapiro is a celebrity. But Who? Like, ben Shapiro? It's better not to know. Is that the FTX guy? No, he's like an alt-right dude. Oh, God. Okay. Um, anyway, he wow. was in one of them. But, but um, my favorite, my two favorite ones, one was by Carlin Nicole, and the other one was by a really great um, content creator who has a lot of, like, funny stuff. He's always doing filters, actually. Brettany Spears. Carly Nicole's video, and this is more of, like, a visual trend. <laughs> You're watching, and she's like, okay, okay. And then the last three people sitting at her table are Haley Bieber, Selena Gomez, and Justin Bieber. <laughs> and I was like, that's a good one. That's a good table, yeah. And then Brittany Spears did it a few times, and, like, yeah, he got Ben Shapiro, he got, he got Logan Musk. Paul, Elon yeah. Musk. I was like, oh, dear, I'm dropping out of school. <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's a good filter for conversing about because you can basically pontificate what type of conversation you would have with these people and like who you would make eyes with. Like, would you make eyes with Miley Cyrus if you were at a table with Elon Musk also? Right. You could also be like, I mean, I guess it's fine. I can sit here because like so and so is at this table. It's sort of, it's building on a meme already that's been on like Instagram and stuff. And it's like, which table would you sit at? And it like puts celebrities at those tables. It's just making it like a bit more interactive and video based. So I guess it's plagiarized. (laughs) But But everything on the internet is an iteration of something that already exists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who would you want at your lunch table? Like, in the world? Yeah, a celeb. Mm. Like, the five celebs. That's hard. I need a pool to select from. Okay, I'll choose who's at your lunch table. Okay. Tell me if, like, you think Yeah, you choose my lunch you. table. I'll choose your lunch table. Is it good okay, or is it bad? Okay, for you, you'll have Bad Bunny. I'm annoyed at him, but fine. You'll have Kendall Jenner. <laughs> Keep it interesting. Honestly, that'd be great, because then I could watch them interact. Exactly. Oh, so I'm coming up with a good table here. You would have... Barack Obama. Why? <laughs> Just because. Next, you would have Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin? Yeah. Yeah, we can have a conversation. Okay. And then last but not least, Bo Burnham. Hmm. Okay. That's not terrible. I could deal with that. Who do you think you'd have the best conversation with at that table? <sighs> probably Kendall Jenner <laughs> great okay cool Who do no you think definitely not table? she wouldn't even speak I would probably have the best conversation with Bo Burnham yeah okay your table is going to be your old co-worker James Franco oh <laughs> Nick Carter Ooh. um what's her fucking name oh my god the mom the Kardashian mom. Chris Jenner? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Why can I never okay. remember their names? Okay, you got Chris Jenner, Nick Carter. James Franco, Nick Carter. James Franco, Billy Crystal. Oh, I like that. And, oh, I need a good one. Monique. Oh, Monique. Oh, my God. I have a lot of questions for Monique because <laughs> I used to watch her on Saturday Night at the Apollo so she was formative in like my Saturday 
night viewing as a child. So who do you think you're going to have the best conversation with? For sure, Monique. But then also like Kris Jenner, though. Kris Jenner and Monique, I would observe those two talking, Mm. see what they would be talking about. Mm. And I would have absolutely nothing to say to James Franco. I never spoke to him when I saw him. I was very disinterested. Uh, zero conversation. He and Nick there. can talk to each other. Yeah, Nick Carter. I would add, like I would send my condolences about his brother. Yeah, I'd want to get the dirt from him. You know, I'd want to get like some four one one. What about Billy yeah. Crystal? Oh, Billy Crystal. We'd have the New York connection. I'd ask him about. He's hosted all these award shows. I want. I bet you, like Billy Crystal, probably has spoken to all of those people at one point in his life. So he would be, you know, in like Curb Your Enthusiasm, how you have mm-hmm. a middle, a good middle. Mm-hmm. Billy Crystal is like the perfect middle at a dinner conversation. Mm. I think he's okay. He's definitely spoken to James Franco, no questions. I don't think Billy Crystal has spoken to Nick Carter. I think he's definitely spoken to. Chris they might have been at the same Monique. event, but I don't think they've spoken. Okay. Who else am I missing? No, that was it, right? Monique. Yeah. Monique, Billy Crystal, James Franco, Chris Jenner, Nick Carter, Dina. Wow. Wow. That's a wonderful way to end. Wonderful <laughs> way to end. Great conversation. Uh, it's the month of June. Summer on TikTok is very exciting. I'm excited for a lot to come. So please rate, review, subscribe. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok. Thanks for listening. Thank y'all.